This is Dr. Nancy Lynn. I'm so glad you're here. Meditation and mindfulness practice have been compelling in its ability to alleviate sleeplessness, chronic anxiety, reduce symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorders, increase mental clarity, attention span, lifespan, happiness, and immune system functioning, among so many other benefits. Perhaps this is because taking consistent, intentional time for yourself for self-care especially when you just need a moment for yourself to decompress from your surroundings, quiet your tricky mind, and constantly reliving those different stories aren't working because your brain is working so hard unnecessarily. Yes, meditation allows for a time of mental reboot, recharge, a braincation, if you will, where intentional breathing and sitting happens, where the brain waves and the structure of your brain changes for the good. Incredible changes are waiting for you here as I guide you through different types of mindfulness exercises coupled with life-relevant topics to help navigate self-care time with more therapeutic benefits, perhaps an action plan or two on how to get unstuck out of a sticky situation, set better intentions, gain more clarity, cultivate more self-confidence, perhaps helping you find a space of ease. Aha! calm. One bite-sized meditation podcast at a time. One breath at a time. Let's begin. Uncertainty. Something that is uncertain, cultivating feelings of doubt, qualm, misgiving, apprehension, quandary, dilemma, reservations, second thought, questions, suspicion, financial uncertainties. Most people strongly dislike uncertainty, perhaps because fear of how you would fare if things out of your control went badly. Perhaps you might distrust your ability to cope with negative events in your life or things that might happen that you haven't planned for. Did you know most people overestimate how bad they would feel when something bad actually did happen? And then they tend to underestimate their coping abilities. It may not be surprising that the most recent stress in America survey by American Psychological Association found that levels of anxiety skyrocket. And more than 75% of Americans say that they are uncertain about a specific health issue or a source of stress and a third of those people reported feeling super stressed by financial uncertainties. Now take adventure. Adventure is like uncertainty, right? Adventure is defined by having an uncertain outcome, but we treat adventure differently. And we might treat it like fear. Fear is different than terror. Terror can actually hijack us physically and emotionally, whereas fear might energize us. It might provide us some structure or a challenge. Maybe that'll bring us to learning or something else beneficial down the line. But why are more people afraid of uncertainty now than ever before. Perhaps being afraid is evidence that you have met your edge or right at the edge, right at the space where comfort zone 
no longer exists. And you're being forced to push up against discomfort or pain. Perhaps your edge is right at the precipice where growth and learning occurs, where transitions and transformation happens. So when you are at the crossroads of uncertainty met with fear and possibly doubt, anxiety, there can be a sweet spot of adventure and achievement, an area, an arena of possibility and innovation. But how do we get there? How do we get to that sweet spot and not be taken over by our thoughts and held back by our fears so that we don't even get to explore? So expectations, they're kind of like assumptions, right? They're judgments we put on something that are uh, in the future that hasn't happened yet. I always say, if you expect, then it leaves some space for disappointment. Now, a lot of people are saying that it's not our fear of uncertainty that's growing, but rather it's our tolerance for uncertainty that has gone out of hand. Our tolerance. Now, what do I mean by that? Uncertainty, that happens. Life is uncertain. We cannot control it 100% of the time. But our tolerance for uncertainty, that is a muscle that, like meditation or exercising our heart, if we do not practice, it will become weakened over time. So at first, if we are uncertain of the weather, if we are not sure if it's going to rain and it rains, maybe it won't affect us that much. But if it's consistently raining or hailing or thunderstorming or a heat wave, whatever it may be, and we aren't prepped for telling our mind that this may happen, this may not happen, and be okay with that, our tolerance for the changes that we're not prepped for, that goes down. So I'm gonna teach you ways to gradually strengthen our tolerance for uncertainty. But first, I wanna just touch on a couple ways that we can allow for uncertainty and our fears towards it to minimize and not take over our lives. There are so many people riddled with fear, riddled with uncertainty of what the world is going to bring for us the next day that they don't even leave their house. They are so fearful of what they're being told. Now we can definitely help to control our minds by practicing tolerance of uncertainty. So the very first thing I would say is to not underestimate your ability to cope. You are so strong. You are so resilient. Remember I said that most people overestimate how bad they feel when something bad happens and they tend to underestimate their coping abilities. You have faced so many hard times in your life and you have gone through them all. You have to begin again to trust your ability to cope in negative events and anything that life throws your way. We are resilient, our human breed. 
It turns out that humans, even in the face of very stressful or traumatic events, we generally get through it with resilience. So have that downloaded and imprinted in your brain. You are stronger than you think you are. Next, I want you to bolster the resilience that you have innately inside yourself by increasing your self-care. And what do I mean by that? By sitting and taking time for yourself, like meditating, like exercising, eating good foods, getting the rest that you deserve. What happens to your body when you are constantly in this state of fear, anxiety, stress? Well, for one, your inability to relax takes on a new form. Maybe it starts with the brain and then it starts to manifest into physical manifestations of pain. Your immune system may weaken. Phobias start to manifest into something real. Your body's fear response includes an upsurge of adrenaline and cortisol. And these hormones over time, these chemicals and other related hormones, they take a big toll on your immune system. And that's going to make you weaker and less able to fight off any infection or virus or illness that can come uncontrollably, unpredictably into your bubble of wealth. What else does fear do? What else does stress do? It leads to depression, a lack of confidence, heart damage. The organ that is overworked and stressed from the constant flood of stress hormones, and then it might cease to function properly, that is your heart. That will become weak. So you need to sleep well, you need to exercise, you need to prioritize your social connections, your support system, right? Yes. And I want you also to know that certainty, absolute certainty, knowing exactly at any given moment in time something is in your control, that does not exist. And I want you to appreciate that. Nothing in life is certain. You can be the best planner with all the Google Docs and spreadsheets and little tabs with the color-coded folders. It can be exhausting to try to predict and control everything in life so that you are prepared. It can fire back onto your mental and physical well-being and possibly lead to psychological and physical issues that then take longer to heal because it becomes deeply ingrained into your tissues. So appreciate the fact that absolute certainty is impossible. I want you to ask questions. I want you to be curious. When you start to rub up against discomforts, try to replace any doubts or fears that might percolate with curiosity. Did you know researchers have found that children ask more than 70 questions a day, but inquisitiveness tends to peak at around age four. Why is the sky blue? Why do you have hair there? Ask more questions as adults. 
Sharpening your investigation skills is going to help you gather information and make sounder decisions that are more informed and methodical and logical than they are that are reactive from an emotional space. I want you to keep going. I want you to meet up to your edge and lean into the discomfort, lean into the unknown. What is this moment trying to teach you? There is a purpose. There is a lesson in that. You have to lean into the discomfort and the unknown. When I say that most of us are losing our ability to tolerate uncertain outcomes and uncertain situations, it's because as soon as something doesn't feel right, as soon as something is told to us that makes us feel like we are going to be in discomfort or it's going to harm us or it doesn't feel good because we've slapped on a label of judgment of this is good and this is bad. As soon as that happens, we run and we go and we find a solution. We want to fix it. Instead of sitting and marinating in the essence of I wonder what this is trying to teach me. Instead of taking the ibuprofen when you are hurt, maybe look at the root cause. Why is this manifesting? Instead of bandaging on the surface, go deeper, lean up into the edge. On the other side will be transition. It will be the lesson and you will be able to reach your goals if you persevere through the obstacles. The obstacle is the path. I want you to slow down. I want you to enjoy life every moment, every inhale and exhale more intentionally, living mindfully. Now this enables you to accomplish more with less effort. Take deep inhalations in and out through your nose. Shift your focus, devote your time and energy to changing the things that are within your control things that you can do, like setting aside time to learn, setting aside time to relax and reboot and regenerate. Resist comparisons. Comparisons is the thievery of joy. Each of us comes from a different background with different set of circumstances. You cannot compare your set of life situations and you're present to somebody else. It's not fair to yourself and it's not fair to them. You cannot judge yourself for being different from your family, your friends, your coworkers. Express gratitude and practice gratitude, giving abundantly, sharing, letting go of the fruits. Do this more often. You'll feel more connected to those around you and you'll have more optimism and hope and gratitude for the future, especially when things are out of your control. I want you to also remember every single little achievement, every step along the way that you have done for yourself. You're gonna build up your confidence that way. You think about your accomplishments and your challenges, where you came from, where you are now, to show yourself that you are capable of dealing not only with this current situation, but with all the other ones that took a whole lot of grit and tenacity to get you here. You're gonna limit your news consumption. You're gonna shut that off. News is made, politics are made, advertisements are made to strike with emotion, to make you feel a certain way. So reduce your viewing time. 
and I want you to keep learning all at the same time. I want you to stay informed and educated, but I also want you to understand that you are so brilliantly constructed and able to handle everything that comes your way. Now we stay for just a little bit more time, a little while to allow that all I have said to marinate and fully absorb into your ears, into your bones. Think of this as uncertainty training reflection where you can now just sit and breathe and do nothing while knowing that you are resilient, you are intelligent, you are an incredible human coping super machine that is equipped to face the adventures and the many unpredictable life chapters out there each and every moment. Nothing is too big or too scary to handle because you are meant to do this. And with discomfort, anxiety, and fear, if they do meet you face to face, greet it with curiosity and lean into the unknown and trust yourself. Trust that is not gonna last forever, but your tolerance of uncertainty and minimizing that fear, this practice that we're doing right now is strengthening you. And on the other side of that edge we are pushed, that we choose to push ourselves and lean up against, that's where growth and transformation happen. So here's one way to practice. When thoughts come in and sound like this, how can I stop worrying about the future so much? How do I know if I'm doing the right things? What if I do everything that I think is right and it doesn't turn out the way I want it to? Here, I want you to adopt flexible thinking. It's like mental yoga. So you loosen up the rigidity and the picture in the mind of how things might turn out from fear and you begin to bend become more pliable. You begin to roll with your situation when you can't control them. This is mental yoga. This flexible thinking will allow you to harness the ability to make better energetic use of accurate information. What do you know to be 100% accurate? What would happen if your incessant fears were alleviated from your thoughts? How can you shift your thinking when new, unplanned information presents itself? How can you use positive words and optimism to better influence your behavior so that you can use your flexible thinking muscles to dismantle the power that fear has over situational uncertainties? Perhaps instead of using words like, there's no way I can make this work, you say to yourself, I can do this and I will try my best. Instead of overly researching and thinking and planning and strategizing what could go wrong, plan B, worst case scenario situations, approach different experiences like going to the grocery store without a list, with the planned risk of getting something not on the list that you would have had, or perhaps forgetting something altogether and being okay with that. Maybe you go to watch a movie without knowing what the movie is about, without reading the reviews or based on the critics' opinions, just to have an open mind and a curious mind. A sense of adventure. Go out with your friends without knowing the plans, without asking the plans. Create a sense of spontaneity. There is joy in creating plans on a whim, but you'll have to practice the art of 
feeling good in uncertainty. So don't check in on your adult kids 24 seven to see if they are doing okay, or feel like you have to micromanage your entire workforce all the time. You'll start to see that your levels of fear, anxiety, worry, stress, and energy sucking time spent on the what ifs will start to dissipate. What you thought was helpful worry, it really wasn't all that beneficial. And you begin to freely allow yourself to start to see all of that stress and fear start to evaporate like the fog rising off of the still morning lake waters.
I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And again, I thank you so much for taking the time to practice self-care. Please consider subscribing and tell all of your friends and family about it. It's just one moment, one podcast at a time that makes a profound difference. For more information on life-changing habits that can set you into this space of incredible optimized health, please visit www.drnancylin.com. Hope you're having a fabulous day and I look forward to hearing from you soon.